0: Welcome back, listeners. Uh, I'm Max. And I'm Marcus. And this is Getting Real. Today, we're going to be Getting Real with Thor The Dark World and in America, The Winter Soldier. Let's get into it. Uh, well, so uh, what do you think of Thor The Dark World, honestly? opinion. Um, I don't think it was that good. And I'm sure a lot of people agree with me. But I know there's a few people out there, just a few, that actually, you know, enjoy it. Yeah. It's certainly not the best that Marvel has to offer. Definitely not. (laughs) Clearly not the best. But, uh... I mean, it had a few good elements, right? The premise was there. You know, I liked the concept of the dark elves and stuff, and I think that the casting was good because it was pretty much just the same as the first movie, so there, you can't really screw up there. It's Chris Hemsworth. Introduced into the reality stone, of course, or as I like to call it, the red liquid that <laughs> didn't take shape. Yeah, what's up with that? Okay, but seriously, everything else about that movie w- was terrible. Like, what's up with the what's up with the costumes? It looks like they got their props at the dollar store. Like, like Kevin Feige just handed the team twenty dollars and said, "Go create Thor: The Dark World." What's up with that? Wow, that's fired. I mean, honestly, did you see those dark elves? I could go as one for Halloween in a terrible costume, and no one would be able to tell the difference. Okay then. Uh, <laughs> <moving on. laughs> yep. Okay. All right. Well, I don't know how, but somehow the CGI went backwards. Like yeah. like from Thor to Thor two, the CGI got worse. I know you're trying to I know you're trying to create the tree of life and that's hard, but come on guys. Really? Come on. <laughs> okay, alright. Well I don't know. How about we talk about the the Thor and Loki's sibling rivalry and all that. What was, of course, Loki's obviously great. Yeah. So, nothing wrong with that, I mean, what about that part, what about that part where uh, Loki turns into Captain America and he's just going through multiple, That that was great. I enjoyed that. I read online, I'm sure you knew this, but, um, Chris Evans actually went into the movie and spent, like, a couple hours filming that. That's, that's beautiful. Because that script, it was, it, it was beautiful. That script that they put together for Loki was just perfect. I'm, I'm looking at some of the quotes right now. <laughs> oh, this is much better. The confidence is a bit too much. But the confidence, I could feel the righteousness surging. Hey, you want to have a rousing discussion about truth, honor, and patriotism? God bless America. Just saluted. So, obviously, we still have Snarky Loki. Shall we go back to why you memorized that? Um. That line? I watched. I, I kind of rewatched that just so I could do it. Oh. <laughs> I rewatched the scene a couple of times. I'm scared. It was, uh, I mean, so, yeah, well, I don't really know about, uh, and also, why did Thor's mom have to die? What's up with that? (laughs) Well, I don't know. Why? Well, I don't know. I really don't know. What's the purpose? It just, oh, oh, oh no, I'm sad. <laughs> they messed up, but they, like, kind of hit up during that moment end game. Uh, the moment end game where they went back to Throw The Dark World and somehow actually made it great. Yeah, I don't know how. Uh, noticed there wasn't a dark elf in that movie yeah probably a good thing yeah they were just like because they would have had to remake the CGI and it would have been it would have been so much better that people would have been like where's the terrible looking dark elves that we saw in Thor the dark world and of course I feel like his mom just died so that he could have a redemption arc like yeah <laughs> and then it's and then it's all just like Oh, he isn't allowed to be sad because he have to go because he has to go fight Buddy the Elf in DC over some red liquid. Oh wow, poor guy, poor, poor Chris Hemsworth I had to put up with that movie for way too long. But um, is Loki really a good guy? Because you kind of yeah, saw, know. yeah, because you. The way I think of it is, characters like him and like Deadpool and Wolverine, they like, they're on their own side. Anti-heroes? Yeah, anti-heroes, yeah. They yeah. Just, yeah, they can play both sides, really. Because, obviously, there were some points in that movie where he played the bad guy, like, in the beginning scene when he's... That happened, like, right after Avengers, too, because he's being brought up to... Because he's in jail. So... Yeah. He was the bad guy, but then at the end he was the good guy, and at the very end, credit seed, he was the bad guy again. So there's a lot of flipping. Yeah. I guess that really is Loki, is it? Yeah. I would... It kind of it's like, oh, he's... Oh, God. Oh, oh God. That oh, is whole oh, entire career. <laughs> Okay, okay, alright, but, um, like, alright, so, about the cursed, about the cursed from that movie, good old dark, the only one that survived, or good old buddy, can't even remember his name, but those things looked cool, those things had potential, but at the beginning of the movie, they all got, they all got dead. Yeah, well. Those kind of looked like a Serner thing going on, which would have been a perfect segue into the next Thor movie. I kind of want to see some some of the cursed return and Thor Love and Thunder because. That would be cool. To call back, yeah. Because those things looked cool. Of course, now you've got better CGI, so you can make them even better. Yeah, Or will make them worse. Or, yeah. Somehow- Door to door at that. Yeah. Oh. And, I mean, really? Really? <laughs> but, Loki's whole, like, prison break scene, and then just, you better take the stairs to the left. And, well, what about the. I don't really want to call it a car chase scene, because that's not what it was. More like a spaceship chase through Asgard, which is like 10 times better. Yeah, well, I don't know what they call that really. The Star Wars worse. except it isn't in the middle of space. Right, it's in Asgard. That was, that was cool. I, I thought you know how to fly one of these things. I said, how hard could it be? Like, I think if they were to redo Thor... It's kind of late to redo Thor The Dark World. But if they were to make it with better CGI, I For think... Seven years. Yeah. They're a little bit late. But I think it could have been a great movie. They just didn't have the greatest props and costumes. Yeah. They could have done better, really. And what's what's up with Jane? Why does she suddenly get reintroduced into the fourth movie? Honestly, I don't know. I don't know why. I get that Jane Foster in the comics is... She-Thor. Whatever they call I don't know what to call it. She-Thor. <laughs> so my mind went to, okay? Okay. <laughs> Uh, oh, God. <laughs> but. Oh, man, I want it. she thought she thought <laughs> new series coming out. We're not for she hawk. Mm-hmm. Well, that's. Uh, and that joke's going to bring this segment to a close. Up oh, next. Yeah. Up next. Captain America, for Winter Soldier. We'll be right back. So, Marcus, what did you think of uh, Captain America, the Winter Soldier? Um, me, personally, before Civil War and all that, before the future of the MCU, it was my absolute one of my favorite Marvel movies, and probably still is, besides, you know, all the adventures movies, because for me, those are my favorite. But I thought it was cool how they bring it back in Hydra, basically, back in the story. Right. We haven't heard from Hydra since the first Captain America. Yeah, and we didn't hear about Hydra again until uh, Age of Ultron, and then after that, absolute static until Endgame. Yeah, that's true. So, what about that opening scene on your left? Oh, it uh, yeah, it's an ongoing joke at this point. I mean, I love the joke. Running, running joke. Of course, it reappeared in Endgame. Get it running joke because when it happened, they were running. And this is now the comedy hour. This is the comedy hour with Marcus. I just, mm. okay, Um, I just kind of like rewatching that scene where he's writing, where he has an ongoing list of what he needs to, of what he needs to do to catch himself up. And um, I think he could save himself a lot of trouble by listening to Billy Joel's "We Didn't Start the Fire." everything you need to know about the past 50 years in one song. I thought that would have been a great thing to add. Okay. So, when he jumps out of the plane, and we're going to skip forward a little bit to where we see them attacking pirates that were hired by Nick Fury, that were actually hired by Alexander Pierce. And of course, Batrock, who was the one guy, said, I thought you were more than a shield. Let's see. That was a great line. What do you think, Marcus? I mean, I thought that scene was uh, pretty good because, of course, not everyone has ever saw. Captain America only one ones of stories to tell all the other people when they, you know, get back from war, whatever they might fight it was. So just probably different stories and all of them probably, you know, involved with him with that with the big uh, mighty shield with his hand. So all of, them, all of them probably think, oh yeah, he's nothing but a shield. So that's probably all the stories that he heard. Yeah. I think not, yeah. And of course, that was really cool. Well, Black Widow is still Black Widow. Good to know. Good to know. And Nick Fury is still one of my favorite characters. He has that—he has that like aura around him that just commands the screen. And you get to see all these lines that are really cool, and his character that gets played out really well. Uh. Well. What do you think was in that room that, uh, he burned at the end of the movie? Honestly, I don't know. That's still kind of a mystery to me. it, I mean, it could be stuff from like his older days, like, you know, that we saw in like, Captain America, his younger days is what meant. Yeah. Well, maybe some personal records and stuff. Yeah. Stuff that meant he existed. And so he just burned all that. Uh. So what about the car chase? Actually, I should clarify. Nick Fury's car chase with the uh, fake cops. Um, I thought it was... Well, it was nice to see, you know, uh, Nick Fury's action for once instead of, you know, standing in hell here. You're telling the adventure he to do. He wasn't just the guy behind the... <laughs> he wasn't just the guy in the chair. That's for sure. Oh god, in had Yep. You can't speak to those. And because it's in the future. And uh, uh we're first introduced to the persona that is the winter soldier, who we later find out is Bucky. Oh, uh, yeah. Not like it was in the comics, guys. Oh wow. Okay, all right. Well, after we get introduced to uh, the Winter Soldier, there is, of course, one of my personal favorite scenes that became the plot for many memes: the elevator fight in the flesh. Yep, I think it was gr- it was a great scene for a couple of reasons. I mean, it showcased Captain America's moment when he realized who the bad guys were and who he needed to trust. Uh, it also showcased how uh, he was able to deal with those situations and his strength. Okay, well, moving on. After that scene, there was another one with the reincarnated Arnim Zola. What'd you think of that? But uh, I get why they can't put the, you know, the goofy version of um him inside his own body. Right. And then I explain that in the comics. So I thought it was kind of cool how they, you know, did that to have more of a modern type of movie that would go well with the movie. I right. thought it was cool how they really brought that in. Okay. So uh, another thing. Do you think he is still alive? Arnim Arnabzola, or Er, robot. Technically. His mind. I mean, it could be. Even though it got blown up. Beca- it could be. Because, uh, he's a computer program, which means he exists somewhere outside of that room. He exists in another software, yeah. He exists in another software, or in the cloud, or something like that. Maybe he's a doll So, maybe. That would be an interesting, like, vision y thing going on there. Maybe a maybe a um, Captain or Falcon and the Winter Soldier kind of thing. Disney Plus. Maybe. So we know that MODOK is on Zola, And MODOK in the comics is the head of AIM. He's the giant floating head. He is literally the head of AIM. And we know that AIM is still alive because we found out that in Iron Man 3... AIM was a thing. Yeah, it was. So, I have a bet that AIM is somehow still alive. And since MODOK is alive, I hope we get to see AIM somewhere in the future. Hopefully another movie. Yeah. Alright. Well, I kind of bring back a scene from the first movie where Howard and, uh, where Howard and Steve are talking, and he says, Hydra's not going to attack you with a pocket knife. And then just, you know, that scene where Bucky and Steve fight, (laughs) Bucky just whips out a knife and is like, and I know what was running through his head at that moment. It was, are you sure, Howard? Are you sure they're not going to attack me with a pocket knife? Should have kept that chainmail armor, Howard. Okay, well, the final scene, the scene where Bucky and Steve fight for like the fifth time in the movie, uh, that was really, that was really cool, because we get to see the moment where Bucky saves him for some reason. Yeah, that is true. The whole entire movie, he was just like, oh yeah, he's job. Better attack. Oh, yeah. Now, at the end of the movie, of course, knowing... Uh, (laughs) We do love Disney. (laughs) And, um, of course, after the helicarriers go down, they just, Captain America literally just drives one into a building, and Falcon escapes because reasons. reasons. That was that was that was probably one of the coolest scenes hands down was just Falcon jumping out of the window and landing on the helicopter. They don't put the numbers on the outside of the building. Yeah, Even though he knocked out the other door, get a rip for that other door. Yeah, and of course it segues into at the, the end credits segue into Age of Ultron, which we will be talking about in might be one podcast and it also shows Bucky again uh, looking at his own portrait and description in the museum I want to say the Smithsonian yeah that's right Alright, well, that just about wraps it up for this podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And I hope you have a good day. Stay safe and stay well. Well, I'm glad you made it through that episode of Getting Real. Now, with my friend Marcus, we're going to close out the show and have a few seconds from the blooper reel. Bye. Um, yeah, that line, I. That line, <laughs> I can't start over. Oh, God, I. Oh. Okay, so, Marcus, what did you think of Captain America the Winter Soldier? It's a great answer. I can't hear you. Hello? Hello, buddy. Well, wow, was <laughs>